1: From the 5th Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey coaches, welcome, welcome, welcome. So excited, excited to join us today in the podcast. Before we jump in, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Like, like I've said before, the technology behind this thing, I, I remember old school when they used to have those long metal racks. The ball would go up into this net and would come down this long metal rack. They, the technology and the ability that Dr. Dish does and all the people that work there and the, and the things that they give back to the community is second to none. Mention Coach Unplugged, me, Coach Collins, or anybody, and they'll give you $400 off. Also go over and check out teach for coaches who want to get better. It's the one-stop shop. It's got clinics. It's got handouts. It's got uh, breakdowns. It's got on court things teaching you, you know, I'm not, I'm not upselling yet. I'm not, I'm not doing those kind of things. I'm not paying, making you pay for the clinic videos. I'm not making, I'm giving you everything that we got to make you a better basketball coach, along with me, um, someone that's one at the highest level, in in the u.s (laughs) um but nationally ranked i want to help you become a better basketball coach and that's why i started teachhoops.com that's why i want to help you win more basketball games go over and check it out and in closing if you if you like our other podcasts five minute basketball coaching podcast high school hoops funnel down or this one go leave a five-star review we really do appreciate that and let's head off to the podcast the state championships literally my best team didn't win it my best team didn't win it i was i was too young Anyway, there's lots of reasons. What my my the kid the, the guy Wesley who plays for the Lakers now broke his hand. There's lots of factors. You got to be a little lucky to win it. Like you got to be good. Well, the last and-
0: three years, the last <laughs> three years, we yeah we've gotten we've gotten beat in the last 30 seconds. We right. got beat the buzzer, and then we were 29 and 0 into the playoffs when it was count when COVID hit. COVID hit, and. And with a little bit of luck—not even a lot of luck—with a little bit of luck, we would have won the last three in a row. But right, it's getting there. It's the sustained. It's it's getting there that means the most. To, the most to me.
1: I, I do too. I I believe that. Uh, what would you tell a young coach? The, a young coach knocks on your door and says, "Hey, I want to get into coaching." What would you tell them? Sit them down, and they're sitting across from you in, in your office. What would you tell them?
0: And it's a good question because I have a young coach who. Who who I who calls me? Who I talk to probably once a week or whatever okay. on that. And I think that. Um, well,
1: thank you for doing that first of all, because all the mentors that coaches can find in the world is a great thing, to be honest with you. So I, I thank you for doing that. More coaches, more coaches put these walls up, and it drives me bonkers. It's like there's no secrets in this thing, guys. Um, no,
0: I'm being selfish because again, it, it's one of those things where it's you know that that he does some things he. he his age, he, he is young. And so his age, there's some things as far as communication with players and, and social media and some of those things that, that you know, that he knows a
1: lot more than I do. So And the, old, then the porch dogs, I call us porch dogs. We're the old dogs laying on the porch, you know? <laughs> yeah, so
0: I wish I could do it that I'm totally just doing it to help him. But part of it is he's helping me, you know, he's helping me see things from a different You know, from a different
1: perspective. So what I tell, one of the things I tell a young coach is over communicate, over communicate, like, especially at a high school level, over communicate to the parents, over communicate to the players, over communicate to your staff, over communicate, don't under communicate, over communicate, because that'll take care of 90% of your problems, because usually people get frustrated when they don't know what's going on, you know. (laughs) We, our country's a prime example of it. Like, when can I get my right. vaccine? People get frustrated when they don't know. If I know I'm like, okay, you are not here. Okay, cool. I, think but see, I don't
0: know if you found, but for me, especially that it's that is it's, it's harder and harder now because, because of text messaging and Twitter and Instagram and those things. It's, you know, before I could have a conversation with, with incoming players once a week, And, and I would get to know them, you know, really, really well. Now, sometimes it's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit harder. There's, there's a story. I don't know if you, I hope you don't mind me telling it, but several years ago, my daughter was in seventh grade and we were driving, we were driving to a, um, to a a game someplace, watch a high school game. And I got a text from a a girl that I was recruiting and, uh, and I didn't want to text and drive. So I handed the phone to Taylor and she, you know, read it. And I told well, hey, tell her this. So she is on my phone
1: and she answered. I've done that with my son more than once. Here you go. Respond this way. I know. I love that. Yeah.
0: Well, I looked over 30 seconds later and she's texting again. And then 30 seconds later, she's texting again on my phone. And I'm, what are you doing? Well, well, this girl has a lot of questions. So I just, I know the answers. So I'm just answering them. So I didn't even know what the questions were. And so, and so, and then I got thinking some of those were pretty good questions. And and I'm not wasn't even sure that it was the girl asking them. So here's the recruiting process. And it's very highly likely that the recruiting process was a seventh grader and a 40-year-old man were talking back and forth, trying to decide right. an 18-year-old girl's future when I wasn't involved and the girl herself wasn't
1: involved. And so isn't it funny addition, how I, I tell people, this is the analogy I use with my team sometimes. They go, you know, you, there used to be a telegraph and you'd punch out the Morris code and then the phone came around and people thought the phone was the best thing ever that you could literally talk to someone. We're going backwards. We're going back yeah. to the telegraph because there's something different. You know, we're not in the same, we're, we're opposite sides of the country right now. We're talking, at least we can see each other and we're talking. If we were doing this via email or text, it would be totally different. It's this it's such a different connection, I think, um, with the, it would take
0: 10 times longer. I yeah. mean, over, like, cause you talk about over communicate to over communicate. And if you have to do it all by text or, or DM, stuff like that, it, it
1: take you, it take you an hour to have a 10 a minute conversation. I know, I know. And that's gotta be hard. That's gotta be hard for the, for the recruiting part. Um, What's your so? Let's say you could only do one offense and one defense for the rest of your career. What would you do?
0: I would. Uh, I would. I would run a. A. I would run. You know, we call it five out, but Jerry Tarkanian called it regular passing game.
1: Right. Um, and Bobby Knight called it motion. In some respects, because yeah.
0: because I can do it because because I can do everything out of that. I can I can post up out of that. I can you know, I can get jump shots out of that. I can clear out the side. I think that gives me the most versatility, that one offense. Okay. Um, And so I think that, and, and we wouldn't run it the same way every year, you know, but we would run that same and that's kind of what we're doing that. And we'd run that same, you know, that same, that same offense. And, um, and, and I think that, um, you know, I would like to say, I would like to say that that um, uh, that I would play that I would play, um, you know, man to man. But I'm not sure if that's I'm not sure if that's exactly I'm not sure if that's. I know. Exactly. I,
1: I I've always thought that I've always, I asked this question a lot, and then I've always thought about it. I think you probably would do man and then do some tweaks out of the man because I don't think zone gives you as many options um well but for us so there's there's probably i don't know there's there's gotta be like three thousand man to man offenses and that's true and there's not as many zone offenses there's well. a
0: handful right. maybe of zone offenses yeah. yeah
1: and and so you know
0: we can you know we can you know we can set up in a zone and 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 rotate into man on the on the third pass or if the ball's on the right side or as soon as, I mean, there's a lot of things that we can adjust, um, you know, that we can adjust out of the, you know, out of the zone. And it goes back to being a little bit, you know, a little bit different.
1: Right. No, I think that's true. So here's a, here's a, here's an XO question for you. You're end of the game, five seconds left. The opposing team has the ball. You're up three. Do you foul or not?
0: We, we don't foul.
1: Okay. And Why? We don't. Well, and again, because, because, um, so the math says foul. That's the only reason I ask every coach this. The math says foul. I don't, I haven't either. So I'm not, I'm not judging at all. It's really, I, I, but I think I've done enough over the year that I've been in quarantine that the math basically says you, you should foul at that point.
0: Yeah. I just, for us, I, I think that um, it comes down to yeah, it comes down to rebounding. Are we going to screen out? Are we going to rebound? Are we going to are we going to follow the lane line? Good and, the, sh- and,
1: the, and the issue is how to follow though. This is the problem when I when I tell coaches them because Brad Stevens did a really interesting article when he was at DePaul about it, and it, the math basically every, there's about three things that have to come right for them to beat you if you follow them there's only one thing has to come in to send it into overtime, right? Because they got to hit a three and how many times, right. you know, so there's a lot, you know, you got to follow, they got to make the free throws, they got to get the rebound, they got to put it back in, blah, blah, blah. But the issue is, and this is the issue I've had as a high school coach, <laughs> is I'm I'm worried that my guys are going to go tackle them. And it's going to be an intense, you know, you have to practice how to follow if you're going to go that road, I think. Um, right. Yeah. And,
0: <laughs> and, and for us, it's, you know, for us, it's it's um, you know depending on where you are in there, it's 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 two free throws, it's it's two free throws, so it's not one on one. You know, you can you know I don't know about everybody else. We we every day game days we work on on how to miss a free throw, the right way to miss a free throw. Uh, you know, in, intentionally. Um, I don't know. That's what I said. I think that I think that um, we spend so much time uh, not trying to get them not to foul that all of a sudden to say, okay, now we have to foul. And now if you get, if you get something in the end of the game where, you know, you have somebody, you have a kid in there who hasn't played as much for whatever reason, who's in there at the end of the game, who hasn't worked on all those as many game situations. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think that, I think the, um, the best shooters, you know, the ones always, you know, you're going to shoot, you know, 40%, you know, I think that, uh, I'm looking at those, I'm looking at those, you know, in a pressure situation, I think
1: that in those situations are. It's going to be hard. I know. I know. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to it. I just think. um, So let's talk about your school a little bit. So tell me about the school, go in greater detail about your school. And so people that are coaches that are listening might have players.
0: Yeah. We're in a, we're in a, in a relatively small town. There's, there's 22, there's 22,000 people in the, uh, you know, in the town, the, uh, um, the closest college to us is university of Oregon, which is about an, which is about an hour away. People here, this is, this is big time. We are, we are front page of the sports page or our girls are interviewed on the radio. Little girls want our players autographs. Right. Um, you know, we ha- we get great community support, great, you know, great crowds. Um, you know, if, if. If you don't play well and you go to the store the next day, somebody's going to stop you that you have no idea who it is and, <laughs> and ask, you know, what the heck happened, um, you know, and those kind of things. So uh, I think a, a lot of people in the, um, you know, a lot of players possibly haven't, you know, haven't heard of us, but, but four year coaches have heard of us. Okay. Washington and Washington State and Oregon and Oregon State and Louisville and, Say, I mean, every every major school on the West Coast has been, you know, has been in our gym, and right. uh, and I just think it's a it's a chance to play big time basketball in a small town, in a small town atmosphere, and uh, and you get a chance to be a big fish, and and uh, and at the same time, you get a chance to get better, and to, you know, we tell people you can go on not necessarily bigger and better, you can go to bigger but i don't I, I really don't know that you got to find too many places better than- and how does
1: how does it work when you transfer does the credits in your school go with you how does that work
0: yeah oh yeah yeah we've had we've had um, you know there have been there have been two there have been two players who have who have who have been community college transfers to play in the ivy league okay both of, both of them have come from Umclaw community college. So we know if, if the if the credits transfer here to Cornell right you had players go to Cal Berkeley right. we've had players, you know if, if they'll play if they'll transfer to those places they will transfer you know any anywhere, you need them to go. anywhere, anywhere in the country and right. uh, and and so and it's the same you know it's the same classes you know if you're a freshman at i don't know some UCLA you're taking Math and writing, and a history class, and some type of speech and social studies, right. and you might be in a class, and you might be in a class with a thousand people. In there, you know, here you're taking the exact same classes, you know, you're in a class with 20 people and, and, and your instructor is going to be at, at, you know, every home game and is going to say something, you know, I just think there's some, there's some benefits. A lot of kids benefit from being in a smaller situation with more individual attention. And, uh, and like I said, the, the credits, the credits transfer anywhere, anywhere in the country.
1: Well, and I say don't get caught – I tell my guys all the time, don't get caught up on the number two. Just find the right fit. Sometimes this is the right fit. And then, you know, maybe a D2 school is better than a D1 school for you. Who knows? I mean, yeah. you know. Well, if, if you get a chance
0: to keep playing, I mean, would you rather – I mean, what if it comes down to, you know and, – And we talk every once in a while. You talk to somebody and say, oh, yeah, well, now nah, if I – like if I'm not going big I'm just not gonna play you know that's why I said I'm playing pickup games into my 30s I mean the guy if you like to play you like to play and um, and I never and I never really could you know I never really could you know figure that uh, you know figure that out but but absolutely try to find the right fit
1: all right so let's do rapid fire next uh what's your favorite brand of basketball the ball you actually play with
0: yeah we we use Baden and we've used it for 25 years I don't really I don't know. I don't know any. I don't know any different.
1: You don't know any different. <laughs> you don't care. One word to describe your ideal player: aggressive. One sporting event. You go to one sporting event in the world. What would you go to and why?
0: Yeah, I, I would. I would go to the Olympics. Um, and to be surrounded by, and just to be in that atmosphere of to be surrounded by greatness, to be surrounded by people who've who've done whatever they could for four years to be in that one. Well, and per-
1: most of them are doing it for love of the game. Like they're right. not. They're, they're, they're not NBA guys. Most of them, uh, right. what, you know, anything about like track athletes, most of them can, you know, they make more working at a convenience store. than They do doing that. Um, right. What's your favorite pregame meal? Uh,
0: you know, the last, and I don't know how it got, and I don't know how it got started, but the last, the last few years we've um, uh, our team, again, our leading rebounder at decides, but for the last few years we've always, we've eaten sandwiches before We eat, they, we eat sandwiches before the game and we eat good after the game. And my well, the first ten years when I was coaching, we ate really good pregame, you know, and and then we would stop and have sandwiches on the way home. But lately, it's you know, lately it's uh, you know, it's kind of flipped. So that right- makes
1: more sense from an athlete standpoint for me. I'd rather eat light early. My coach always told me it's better to be a little hungry than to full and you know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> these are something yeah. to be said for that. And and so that's what so that's what we've done the last that's what we've done the last few years. I don't know where I'm a creature of habit, anything that's worked, it's, it's really hard for me to,
1: to change change it. What's one thing you do to relax?
0: Yeah. I don't know if I, you know, I don't know if I can, uh, um, that's the one thing about COVID and stuff is, is, is my wife and I have walked a lot more here in the last nine months where I, where I've been able to get outside and, uh, you know, and I, and normally we it would probably it'd probably be the camp it'd probably be spring and summer I like the camp away from phones away from right you know, internet and all that kind of stuff and and uh, and I love the I love the coast the beach growing up in Huntington Beach I would I would if you know I would love to go spend a week just sitting in the stand and doing nothing
1: right yeah wouldn't that be nice um, do you have any superstitions
0: I won't I won't get my hair cut on the day of a game we we lost. I don't know, 25 years ago on that. And I've never, <laughs> never, you know, and that has never, uh, has never happened. I think that's the closest, I think that is the, uh, you know, the closest one.
1: Okay. Um, uh, describe your perfect player in five or less words. This is yeah. always, a, always a hard one for people.
0: Yeah, but it's, 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 um, uh, aggressive, motivated, workaholic, coachable, loyal.
1: Those are all really good. Best basketball player you have seen in person.
0: Yeah. I live in Southern California. I got to, I got to see a lot of, uh, I got to see a lot of Lake, a lot of people in, in, uh, in person. Um, Hey, one of my, one of my favorite players, I went to, I went to high school. I went to high school with Mark Eaton that went on, and played that on. Oh, I know on,
1: Mark Eaton, Utah. Yeah, played, yeah.
0: Yeah. And played with the, played with the jazz and, uh, and, and and he went from, you know, it's kind of a rags to riches kind of story and got overlooked and wasn't great in high school and really worked hard and developed and, and all that kind of stuff. And so I always kind of probably appreciated him and his journey probably oh, yeah. as, as much as anybody. Who's the
1: best basketball player of all time?
0: I'm a Jordan fan, at least in my lifetime. And I don't know, and, I, and if I had – and for me um, – you know for me wilt chamberlain might be a might be a close I, I,
1: I put Russell up there. Most people don't even talk yeah. about Russell. He won four state titles in high school, won two of the three years in college and then won 10 in the NBA. The guy was a winner.
0: Yeah, he's by far the best winner. I mean yeah. by by far. I mean
1: and, he's never didn't do it
0: by yeah. and didn't do it by scoring. I mean leadership and and defense and kind of sacrificing his,
1: you know, his glory for that. Uh If you could only teach, teach one skill, what would it be? Basketball skill. Yeah. Shooting. Okay. Shot clock. Yes or no. What's that? Shot clock. Yes or no. Yes, absolutely. Uh, If you could change one thing about basketball, what would you change?
0: Yeah, that's, 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 yeah, that's a great question. That's, That's that's a great question. I I don't know. I might think of five as soon as we
1: quit. Yeah, that's okay. Okay, I I want to get rid of the jump ball. I think it's silly at the high school level. Like, there's one jump ball. I I, we still do alternating possessions. But why they they can't? They don't. The high school officials can't throw the ball up very well.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I agree with that. Or go back to,
1: or. Or go. do everything or do and it like every yeah. and, and, yeah. and jump every, every. right. Uh, but it's like, it's uh, just uh, still, it's just silly because it's like, just give the visiting team the ball. Let's go. Like, I don't know. It just seems, that seems like it. Well, the women
0: game. and the women's game. And this is the one thing I think the women's game has is right now, at least in colleges, you know, is ahead of the men's is ahead of the men's game. You know, as far as, in that last minute, we can advance the ball. I know. And, and, and we're, you know, we we've gone to quarters. You know, it changes, the way, it changes your playing rotation, changes the way you sub. Um, we can advance the ball at the end of the game. All, all of those, I think, are really positive.
1: I think they are, too. Are positive are too. changes. I think I, we went to halves in Wisconsin three or four years ago. And the only good thing about it at the high school level, it does force me to play more kids. So the game's longer. It's eight, two 18-minute halves. So I got a rest kit. I, no one can play 36 minutes hard. Like, right. So I got to rest them. It forces me to play more kids, which I think is good at the high school level. Let's, let's play more kids if we can. Um, but I miss the time. I miss the quarter timeout. I definitely miss the quarter timeout where I can make adjustments and coach. Um,
0: right. And we can, and, and I like it, the idea, because you can, you know, because you can, you can, you can sub a kid out with a minute to go in the quarter and they get that minute and then they get the it, the time in between and so you can get them, you can get them a rest. If it's your go-to player, Without you right. set out a ton of, you know, a ton of, uh, oh,
1: fine. uh, I know what's, uh, you have a favorite quote or saying,
0: um, yeah, we, we, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not, a, is not an act, but a
1: habit. I like that. Um, and,
0: I, and that's why I go back to like, and Gene, I sustained su- success. You know, can we, can you do it repeatedly? You know, can you, you know, and, and, you know, and can you try to be your very best at, at whatever you're doing, whether it's coaching or school or podcasts or, or things like that.
1: Uh, Best coach of all time. You know, I know the, I know the. um, This is, this has gotten the widest range of answers. I'm telling you, you'd be surprised.
0: Me, I I, I think, um, yeah, I think, I think Jerry Tarkanian's up there at the top he hasn't gotten a vote
1: before. Why Jerry?
0: Well, because he's, because he, because he, he changed, you know, he was, you know, when he was at, when he was at Long Beach state and and was really, really good, they played a, you know, they played a one, two, two zone and, you know, and didn't pressure the ball a whole lot and worked really hard. And, you know, he won at UNLV, you know, playing pressure, pressure, man to man. Right. Um, I think he's taken kids that, you know, he, he, he took kids that other people gave up on that, that he got something that he found and got something out of them. I don't think that he necessarily, you know, always had the best players, but his players loved him and they played hard for him. Um, You know, and I just think that, uh, um, you know, I just think that he made the, you know, that he made the, the, the best out of his, situation. And he didn't really care. People, you know, liked him, didn't like him, any of that stuff. He did it. He kind of did it his way.
1: I like that. One book you'd recommend.
0: There's a, there's a book called, um, the man watching by Tim Crothers. And it is, it's a, it's a biography about Anson Dorrance, who's the women's soccer coach at university of North Carolina.
1: And Unbelievable they, coach. Unbelievable coach. I, I don't know if I've heard the book, but
0: yeah. Yeah. He, they won 25, 20, Anyway, he talks about not only his coaching journey, but it relates because he talks about being, being competitive, how to foster kids being competitive and especially, you know, and especially women on, on how you can, um, how you have to find a, find a way to, to, um, you know, be best friends, you know, off the field, but, literally try to destroy each other on the field and in practice and and kind of how you go about doing that and and kind of fostering that competitive cauldron and um the competitive yes (laughs) it's a great it's and then there's another one pat as if i had a, a close second is um pat williams had a has a book that is called the the ultimate coach's career manual and and basically he's asked every coach that you can possibly think of. Hey, what's what's what advice would you give to a young coach? Exactly what you asked me. Right. And it's got to there has to be, you know, 300 coaches in there that have all that have all answered that question. These are the things that these are and, the and things it have
1: all, and it have all been successful. Um, and, so do you have one parting any parting words? I usually leave it up to the coach on the parting words. I will put all coaches contact stuff down below. So if you've got a six, four wing that can shoot, I'm sure coach will take your call.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. If if there's any, if after listening, if anybody has, has a player who they think would, would, who would help us and who would benefit being in, in um, you know, in our, in our program, then we would absolutely love to love to hear from them. But I think, I think it goes back to what you said. And, and, and even if it's, even if it's not us, you, you know, coach it, try to help your players find the best fit. There are a lot of great community college, junior college. There's a lot of great D3 D2 coaches out there. Um, I don't, I don't think don't, you know, would encourage people not to get too cut up onto the, you know, onto the level because um, happy's happy wins a win um and i think that i think that um you can be happy and successful and stuff um at lower levels
1: i do too thank you coach i really this was so much fun what a great way to end a sunday i thank you very much i really appreciate it well i appreciate it i don't get to
0: talk hoops a lot with somebody who's who's won as much as you have and and all that so uh, Oh, yeah. Well,
1: well, I've said this. uh, There's two types of coaches, coaches with players and ex-coaches. So, you know, I've been very blessed in my career. Great, great, great community. But thank you. I really appreciate it.
0: Well, you ever have anybody cancel or need somebody else? Give me a call. I will. I will. For
1: everybody, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like it. Um, Go over and check out our other podcasts, High School Hoops, Teacher Side Gig. And then uh, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network